Well, hello there. Hey, hey. Welcome to Let's Try Adulting. On this podcast, we learn, laugh, heal, and don't give a fuck by being unapologetically an adult. On this podcast, there are no stupid questions or judgment. We talk about a variety of adulting. We talk about life, money, sex, spirituality, food, healing ourselves, growth, and of course, all the monsters that live under our adulting beds. Because honestly, are we even doing adulting right? This sounds like the podcast for you. I encourage you to join me, your host, Jakara Davis, right here every week on Wednesdays at noon. And as always, mindset is everything. Let's try fucking adulting. So, hi, Pamela. Hi, <laughs> I'm so excited. So excited. Welcome to Let's Try Adulting. I'm so excited to, I don't know when your episode will release, but I'm so excited to kick this back off. I'm having so much fun. <laughs> so, I can tell. Thank you. Oh, this has I been am a long time loving. in the making as well. <laughs> and I've been watching, look, I've been watching you too. I remember, I remember <laughs> when you first started Let's Try Adulting. Way back mm-hmm. when, in the Kathy Heller days, right? Yes, yes, yes. It's been a long road, and this is my pride and joy and my baby. I'm so it. happy for you. <laughs> so can you tell us a little bit about yourself? You are an amazing, cool woman. I've met <laughs> you, you months ago, like, <laughs> yeah. slow, slowly stalking you, but... For the people that don't know, and just says, Jakara, you're crazy. You're a natural stalker. I know. But can you introduce <laughs> <love> yourself? <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. So my name is Pamela Chester. So right now I have, well, I mean, I don't even know where to start because my journey <laughs> has really been long because I'm 62 and um, kind of like a tapestry. I mean, I've had to weave and cobble my life together. I started out with parents that were too young and too overwhelmed <coughs> to have children. They were both drinkers and prescription drug takers. And I really had to, uh, I grew up very confused and just not understanding life, not understanding the chaos, put mm. myself through college, uh, wound up in living in Manhattan, didn't like that, couldn't get a good job, wound up in California, moved myself uh, to California in 1985 with $1,000, one suitcase, no place to live and no job and no car. Mm-hmm. But those were the days where you could like knock on doors and say, hey, I'm, I'm a post-production supervisor and I'm associate producer and I can work on, I can do this. And somehow I just wound up at ABC for 10 years as a staff writer mm-hmm. producer in their on-air promotion department, writing promos, everything for their primetime network lineup. And mm-hmm. I did like dramas and made fours and theatrical releases. And then I freelanced for a while. And then I did, and then uh, uh, after freelancing 2011 happened, uh, 9-11 happened, yeah. 9-11 happened, <laughs> and all my freelance work dried up, and I was like, okay, well, okay, good time to, like, make a change and do something different, because I've been doing this for so long, I'm going to, like, do something, like, teach, so I wound up as a special ed teacher, and, um, for very severely abused and neglected 
boys. And unfortunately, in 2005, I got assaulted by one of my students. It wasn't meant for me. It was kind of a freak accident. But I was very, very seriously injured and found myself in bed for a year recovering. And I was caught in the workers' comp system here in California. And I lost my home of 15 years. I lost my job. I lost everything and had to start over again. And that was a very, very traumatic time in my life. And went back to school and became a drug and alcohol counselor. So in 2008, I became, you know, got, you know, finished school and was working at a famous uh, facility here in California called um, Pasadena Recovery Center, where um, there was a famous show called Celebrity Rehab being filmed in yes. my center. Okay. Yes. And I was even in a couple of episodes. And I'm so to go back and I know. It. It, I loved that job, except I was only making like $12 an hour. And then the, and then the, you know, the bottom fell out. It was 2008. So like, mm -hmm. remember, like we had that big, you know, like recession. And mm -hmm. so insurance changed and it was uh, instead of insurance paying for the rehab beds, it was out of pocket and no one could afford mm -hmm. rehab anymore. So I got forced out of that job. I I was laid off from that job, wound up um, as a tour guide at a very famous um, museum here in Southern California and started as a tour guide and worked my way up to one of the managers. And so for six and a half years, um, worked at this very famous museum. And then in 2016, um, was forced out of that job and mm. at that time I was 56 and <coughs> broken in a million pieces I mean yeah. I was like now what do I do you know I had gone through all of that only to be forced out yeah. and um so the the so so the, the 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 moral of the story really is is that in 2005 when I was recuperating in bed from that injury I was watching QVC that shopping network mm -hmm. and I I saw this woman from Bali who came all dressed in her Balinese clothes and her jewelry <laughs> and she was selling jewelry and I was like, wow, Bali, like what's Bali? And I started researching it. And so in 2005, I was like, I really want to go to Bali. But mm -hmm. you know, like no one else ever wanted to go with me. I never had the time, never had the of chance, course. never had the opportunity. It was so far, so exotic. Well, okay, flash forward now, uh, here I am, you know, 2016, um, 2015, what the hell am I going to do with the rest of my life? It occurred to me, I have the time, I have the resources, and they had to buy me out. So I have a little bit of money, and I'm broken. I'm going to go to Bali. Mm -hmm. And I, I story to you. just, I don't even know, to be honest with you, how I even did it. Because, like, I went to AAA. They weren't doing trips to Bali. Like, I went to a couple mm. travel agencies. They weren't doing any trips to Bali. And I just went, well, how am I going to do this? And I just, I was just determined. It was like, this was like my life, like, mission. 
Like mm-hmm. I'm going to, I'm going to Bali and I'm going for a month. I'm going to figure this out. <laughs> and I did it. I did it. I went to, I went to Starbucks every day with a computer and with my phone. And I went to every website I could find. I went to TripAdvisor or Travel Forum, mm-hmm. figured out other people's itineraries. And then I would pull up the map and I would like follow it on the map and I would write everything down. And then I would post it and I go, well, what do you think about this one? And, you know, I'd have all these conversations. And then I was mm-hmm. on, then I would go to YouTube and I would watch all the videos of all the places <laughs> YouTube, talked about. Right, I, I watched like, you know, every video I could find on YouTube and it's not and this is in 2015 2016 so it, there wasn't mm-hmm. as much material then as there is now it wasn't quite oh, yeah. as easy as it is now but I just researched my little heart out and you know there were times where I was like what the heck am I like is going <laughs> to happen like how am I going to do this but I bought the ticket and once I bought the ticket I was committed for a month and it was like now I got to figure out how to make this happen and I figured it out I figured out what kind of visa I needed what kind of shots Mm -hmm. I needed I figured out like what my itinerary was going to be I figured out what I needed to take with me I figured out the currency like how do I you know deal with like if everything is in rupiah and and how much money should I bring and like how do I get from the airport to the villa that I'm staying I just I just, I did it. I just figured it out. And I mean, I kind of figured it out. I mean, I figured it out to the point where I had a little bit because I had this aha moment. And and this was also like my adulting game changing moment (laughs) where I just like for, for, I don't even know where this came from. Like, I just said to myself, Pamela, what if you are 70 or 80 years old and you're bedridden and you're thinking back on your life and mm-hmm. you were like, you know, you could have gone to Bali and you never did. Like, how would you feel about yourself? How would you feel about who you are as a person? And, 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 and how, you know, like, like, what would I, oh, how would I feel about myself? Mm-hmm. And I swear to God, I really had this moment where I was like, you know what, that fear of like, um, not, not living this dream that I mm-hmm. had for myself was greater than the fear of, of, of figuring it out. And it became more of like, an ex- like, like I was determined, like once I got to my yes, and that was really the, the message too, is that yeah. I was, I had I, like, once I bought the ticket, I was committed. There was no, ref- I couldn't get a refund on the ticket. Like I, <laughs> I set myself up. I said, I'm going to do it. And I committed myself to it. And then, um, you know, I have to say, even at the airport, I was like, oh my God. Okay. Butterflies. What, what, like, like, this is like almost 8,000 miles away. Like I'm going, you know, like, the United States is here and Bali mm-hmm. is at, I mean, it's be, it's below Tanzania. I mean, mm-hmm. it's below Australia. It's like, wow, this is really far. But I was excited. I was excited. I was excited. I was going to do this and I was going to figure it out. And I only booked my first five nights and my, I, I had a really strong knowing, like mm-hmm. I just knew that I was going to figure my first five nights out and I was going to meet the exact right people that I needed to meet. Mm -hmm. And I was going to experience this like a local 
and this was going to be a life-changing event and that's exactly what happened so can you I know you said because I know but for people that's listening that they don't know you said you went for one month how right. long <laughs> how long did you end up staying um between uh purposing between going back and forth because I I know you stayed a while but they don't know yet okay right so all right so I was there for a month that <clears throat> first time it was between I went from March to April of 2016 I met the first week a group of people who introduced me to local, uh, it was a woman and her friend and she was staying with a friend of hers who is Balinese and her and her family owned the hotel that she was staying at and they were part mm -hmm. of this very large community and she wound up, I mean, I probably met about 20 people that first trip and then we became really, really good friends and she wound up, I live in California and she lives in Lake Tahoe, which is like just a stone's throw away from LA. Mm -hmm. So she got back, I got back. As soon as we got back, we were on the phone. We we're like, okay, so when's our next trip? <laughs> so I've been back seven times and I'm <laughs> my eighth trip in, let's see. So it is now June, what, second? So mm -hmm. I'm planning my next trip, um, hopefully August. So it'll be my eighth oh, trip. Oh, okay. Yeah. So yeah, so every time I go, every time I go, I stay a little bit longer. You know, then it was two months, then it was three months. So, but I have to say, you know, it's not all perfect. Not every trip was a perfect trip. Mm -hmm. Not every moment is a perfect moment. But what happened, the, the, the real essence of what happened is that first time my heart cracked open. I mean, literally, it was a very visceral, it was a moment where I was just, I remember it, like, I, like I'm like i living it right now, where I was just standing there, and my heart just cracked <laughs> open, and I was, I felt joy for the first mm -hmm. time in my life, like I had never experienced joy ever. I never knew, I've heard the word, I've had joyous moments in my life, I've had joyous mm. things happen, but it was a sense of joy of just being alive and mm. being someplace, somewhere, having done something for myself that was beyond, beyond. It was beyond, beyond anything I could have imagined. The feeling of, I, this sounds so weird to people listening, but I know what you mean. Like that feeling of like, oh yeah, I know what joy feels like. I know what happiness, well, I know what joy is. I know what happiness is, but to have that feeling that I've never felt this before. So I relate this to, to podcasting. Like podcasting is not a job to me. Like, yes, this is my business. And yes, I get paid for this, but at the same time, this brings me so much joy and happiness. I feel like I'm bouncing the fuck off the walls all that's the time. It. That's it's, it. That's <laughs> that feeling. It's, it's you cannot even describe. And yeah. I'm sure it's different for everybody, that particular joy. But it's mm -hmm. that joy. It's like that. It's like a pinnacle. It's like a peak experience. It's yes. like you only have a few of them in your life. But it's that moment where you feel like I can die now almost. Like I, 
I can, I'm, I, I'm, I can go to heaven now. Like I, I don't know if I could ever top this feeling ever again. Mm-hmm. Everything in this moment was just beautiful and perfect. And the birds were singing. And yes, I was just I, say, the birds were singing. Rainbows. <laughs> there were there were rainbows. The birds were singing, and the, and the island smells like incense, and the food tastes amazing, and. And, and everything you see is a feast for the eyes because it's lush and, mm-hmm. and green and the flowers are, are, are like, they're not just flowers, they're like huge. Everything is like super sized because every, and the whole island like pulsates with life. It's alive, mm-hmm. the island is alive. And I felt so alive for the first time in my life. And, and it's just that, that feeling of like, I, I can't, I don't even have the words for it. So um, <laughs> for everyone else, if, okay, if you, you don't have that joy, that spark and like that feeling that you're talking about, go to a preschool. Wait, <coughs> hang on. <coughs> Disgusting. Um, go to a preschool. And I say this because I, I worked with preschool kids as well. Once you, the minute you step into like, say a two-year-old class, a one to two to three-year-old class, see how unapologetic they are and they're running around with their, like their heads are cut off right. and they're screaming and the toys are the best thing. And then just glitter. Like that That's feeling, right. that, that feeling. is, yes. Observe it's, it from a preschool. It's amazing. And they give no fucks. And, and I have to say that's a beautiful analogy because I was very aware of the fact that I am someplace that I have, everything was new. Every, mm-hmm. it was that feeling of, I felt like a child again because everything was new. Every sight was new. Every smell was new. Every sound was new. Every experience was new. Every place I went, every, everything was new. I was a child living life. I felt like a child living life again for the first time because every, you're seeing it. Through mm-hmm. brand new eyes, nothing is familiar. It's amazing. It, there's still, even though there's words to describe it, there is no words to describe it. There's so. no words to describe it. <laughs> every time I go, every time I go, I mean that feeling as the plane starts descending down and you start to see like the color of the rooftops because they're a very particular color, orange, and you can see some mm. statues and you're like that feeling that you get like, oh my God, I'm home. This is my spirit home. This is my second home. This is where I belong. This is like, I mean, and it's a lifestyle. It's just Mm -hmm. an experience. It's like, you get to do this every day. This, you know, you get to live your joy every day. For me, you know, like that joy, I have to get there. I have to like go there. Even though I still watch the videos and I talk to people in Bali every day and it's Bali somehow, somewhere, some way, every day I'm talking about it, I'm watching it, um, um, whatever it is, I'm podcasting about it, I'm in Bali, I'm doing Bali. I've done fundraisers for Bali during COVID. I raised money for them. I mean, mean, I'm just some, however I can be connected um, to it, um, I'm, I'm, that's you know that's 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 where I am every day. I see it like your your aura your energy. So I know people can't see you right now, but um, it, like the background's white, your shirt is white. You're just so bright. It's just so lovely. 
<laughs> You've I'm always so, been there. <laughs> oh, but I can talk about this. This is my most favorite thing in the world to talk about. I could talk about this for <laughs> hours. And this has been my dream and my passion is to mm-hmm. get women to understand that if they have that that little little voice in the back of their head yes says, i want to go to greece i want to go to italy i want to go to paris i want to go to you can do it you can do it mm. and that's my message is if i could do it at 57 broken i mean you don't know broken until you are broken and shattered mm-hmm. if i could do this huge thing by myself at the age that i was where I, I didn't know who I was. I didn't know what my next thing was going to be, that anybody can do this. Anybody can do this. And mm. this will change your life forever, forever. You will never be the same person again. And this skill of you having the empowerment and the, the, the self-confidence and, and the mm. ability and the freedom to do this for yourself, this is a lifelong skill. You will be able to, you will be free the rest of your life. You can, you can take yourself and do this for yourself for the rest of your life. I'm so, so passionate about it. I know, I can tell. That's how I feel about Japan. So if anyone else, I know we all have small voices that speak to us, but that voice that keeps nagging you that says you have to go, you have to go, you have to go. Listen to that voice and speaking to myself as well because I have not been to Japan yet but we're getting there um let me help to you that voice because oh thanks because <laughs> that that voice it's something that's telling you like hey you need to be here so you can have this experience of whatever thing so whatever thing in japan that's calling me i i hear you i do and i'm coming for you i don't know what it is but it's always been that in my heart so is anyone wants to to travel and you say well i can't do this we're both telling you that you totally can pack your bags, save some money and just go. That, that thing is calling you for a reason. And, and I have to say, because of the theme is, you know, uh, part of being an adult and part of adulting is listening to that voice. Yeah, that's true too. And, and, and call and, 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 and heeding the call and, and finding the resources and, 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 you know, doing whatever it is that you need to do to make that happen for you. Because I am here to tell you that you have no idea how your life is going to change. Mm-hmm. And it, 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 especially now after what we've been through the past year and a half with COVID and the mm-hmm. isolation and the fear and the, you know, taking away of our freedom and, and feeling, you know, just closed and isolated and stuck. Mm-hmm. And, and I have felt that. I'm a traveler. I have not been able to go back to Bali um, for a year and a half. And this is, I've missed three trips. So mm. it's been really, really difficult. Um, but you have no idea how something like this not only will change your life, but it will change the legacy of, of your life and everybody around you because it changes yes. the way people see you. It changes your DNA. It changes how you view the world and how you view your relationships. And it, it, it is such a big thing, even though it doesn't sound like it is, 
but it really is it really is so i want to jump back a little bit because we, we just casually skimmed over this okay <laughs> you wrote tv promos and one of the things was the ten commandments and also passenger 57 there's a name in here that you did not even mention wesley, wesley snipes <laughs> Yes, my hero. We can't just snipes. skim over this. Oh, okay, no. Can we this real quick? So um, when you were doing TV promos, how did, did you meet Wesley Snipes? No, because this was an older movie that had been shot years and years and years ago. They just recycled these mm-hmm. movies. It's a mo- so, I mean, the way, you wrote, the way you write promos for theatrical movies that have already been mm-hmm. released is you watch the movie and then you mm-hmm. have, it's, there's, there's time code at the bottom of the frame. And then you just, you know, you take notes and you, what you do is you tell the entire story of the movie in 30 seconds. You know, tonight oh. there's danger on the plane. And Wesley Snipes says, you know, always bet on black and, you know, will, <laughs> you know, Will Wesley Snipes be able to save this plane load of characters? There's a bomb, there's a bomb, you know. So, so yeah. you leave, you cobble, you cobble a two hour story into a 30 second story with the sound bites and voiceover and music and make it dramatic. And like, I can't wait to watch this movie. <laughs> Without giving everything away. Right, exactly, of course. It's will they survive? <laughs> I love your energy, Pamela. You're just, <laughs> you're amazing. Oh, um, <laughs> you're so funny. Um, so also, um, so when when I first met you, um, I I remember you because he's like, yeah, that's the Bali girl. And I'm like, I'm so confused because I would see you and I knew you as Pamela, but I did, but people were talking about you like as the Bali girl and I, I did not put the two and two together. <laughs> so since then we met back in geez like September September right. 2020 um so like back then you were always very bubbly and like I was like I want to be your friend <laughs> oh, you're so sweet <laughs> low-key stalking um but watching you grow and I know like there's there was a time I fell out of social media so I haven't really stalked people in a while but now I'm getting back onto it so yeah (laughs) but since then watching you grow and like your energy it's just become so much more vibrant and I love it like I just want to do this the whole time and just no one can see my face zoomed in on the camera for reference (laughs) people listening um but how has your mindset changed from like I know Bali has like completely changed your life but how has your mindset changed from being at rock bottom because we all go through that as adults and then like just skyrocketing and even into made to do this for those that don't know that was a program that we did together and then now like even months later you're so much brighter that's 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 not even the word that describes you it's it undermines you but you're so much brighter so what is your your um behind mindset and transformation and just picking yourself up and just keep going Okay, that is such a big question. And thank you for the beautiful compliments. And I have been stalking you too, not (laughs) stalking you, but watching you and your beautiful metamorphosis and this amazing, 
uh, Facebook group of over 600 people. Oh Amazing. God. I've watched you from the very beginning too. So <laughs> kudos to you too, my love. I mean, you, you really, I've watched you really blossom as well. Listen, it hasn't been an easy road. Uh, you know, I'm not going to lie. And, and it's not perfect. But mm -hmm. when I started out, when we first met, like I, I was a life coach and I was doing one-on-one -on -one mm -hmm. and I was working with women um, kind of like going, who were stuck in life. Like my thing was about courage. I always felt like, mm -hmm. okay, for some reason <clears throat> I could find these pockets of courage and get myself to do things, but I would always fall down, but I would always come back up. And I wanted to, I wanted to work with women you know, um, and, and, and the coaching space at that time was more one-on-one -on -one and, um, you know, and, but then, um, after, you know, taking Kathy Heller's, um, program and, and pivoting, you know, she was always like pivot, 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 follow mm -hmm. the breadcrumbs. What I started to do was everything at that point was really scary and depressing. We were really in the height in the thick of COVID and everything was just seemed so like even though I was giving co free coaching sessions and I was getting a lot of clients, it was just heavy and depressing and foreboding. And there was so much fear. I decided to do a, some free um, Bali events, come to Bali. And uh -huh. I put together all these Zoom events and inviting women and putting together slideshows. And, you know, I did a bunch of events around Bali just to lighten it up and then somebody said to me well why don't you teach women you're a life coach why don't you use life coaching and 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 teach people how to how to change their mind how to change their mindset how to go from you know it's too scary to travel alone I don't mm -hmm. want to be lonely traveling alone and teach them how you did it and teach them the a to z and then I realized, and then I really need to teach, like, how do you transition back to your life after you've done oh, this big thing? Because you will have, you will have this life-changing experience, and then you're going to come back to your life. You're going to have the same bills, the same relationships, <laughs> maybe the same job. The problem, your problems don't go away. Your life doesn't change. You will change but you're going to step back into every, it's, it's almost like a time warp. It's like mm -hmm. every, everything seems to stay, you know, like time doesn't seem to move when you come back, like everything is still the same, but you have, you've, you know, you, you've made this quantum leap in your life. And so, um, so I realized that, you know, especially after, doing this trip seven times, you know, what it took for me to learn how to be able to be solo, an older woman, I'm a, considered a senior citizen, you know, a senior citizen traveling alone, navigating, um, you know, complete uncertainty in my life because, be, because, you know, becoming an entrepreneur and being a traveler, you have no stability. In your life mm -hmm. whatsoever. Mm -hmm. I never know <laughs> when I'm going to get a client. I never know when I'm going to do my next trip. I, I, it's the truth. It's, it's I have the no truth of It is the truth. It is the truth. <laughs> it's complete instability. You think, oh my God, I'm going to be a life coach. I'm going to have so many clients. I'm going to kill it. And 
and then 9-11 happened, now, and then COVID happens, and then cricket, 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 and then, so there's been so many shifts, so many mindset shifts, and this is what I teach too, that it's really, um, you know, it's only your thoughts and your past that hold you back, and there are so many tricks and tips of how to trick your mind and what to say to yourself to get you to that very next step of saying yes and then embodying it. Because you have to believe in yourself enough to know that when you do say yes, it's all gonna work out. And that is exactly what happens because when you say yes, I know you've heard this a million times, but, but until you've had the experience, when you say yes, it's the universe conspires for yes. everything to help you. It will and that is, magic on you. Yes. <laughs> and things show up and people show mm-hmm. up. And it's not to say that everything is perfect. Like, I, like I, I mentioned, I mean, I've had trips where I've fallen out with a host that I was staying at, um, a volcano erupted. Oh, um, okay. We got to talk about that one too. Hang yes, on. <laughs> a volcano erupted on the island. Um, it, you know, um, I, there's days where I do feel lonely. There's days I do feel bored. I mean, you know, it, it's it's wherever you go, you bring yourself. Nothing mm-hmm. changes, and and just because you're in a different space and in a different place, you are still you bringing you with you. So that never changes, but it's how you, it's how you allow yourself to embrace where you are, embrace the moment, give yourself permission. Mm -hmm. Oh, that one. Yes, right? How about for that? Give yourself permission (laughs) to just have a bad day, feel like crap, or dance in the streets. Yes. And, you know, and like <laughs> just run down the lane and say, I can't believe I'm here, I'm doing this. I mean, whatever it is, it's just do it. Just just do it. You, you, you have such a happier life. And I know people's like, well, I just give myself permission all the time. You don't realize what permission you give yourself until you fully give yourself permission. I know those words probably did not make sense to a lot of people. Amen. But just really think about it. You you have to give yourself permission to do things or the the thing that you always wanted to do, that thing that keeps coming up or that thing that you're scared of, it's not going to happen. Like I said, I will forever say this. I'm an introvert. I don't like being in crowds. I don't like doing this. Ask my family. Don't know. But with podcasting, just saying yes and stepping out of my comfort zone, I have met so, so, so many wonderful people having so many conversations. Like, it has completely changed my life. And yes, it still makes me nervous. And yes, my armpits do still sweat. But at the mm-hmm. same time, this is my spark. This is what lights me on That's fire. It. That's why I have three podcasts, guys. That's, <laughs> That's it. It's, saying, it's doing it anyway. And so that's the other mindset shift that really became very apparent to me was to keep showing up. Keep yes. saying yes and just show up. Just do the very next thing you need to do. Mm-hmm. Baby steps. 
even if you fall off. That's right. Keep going. You have to pick yourself back up. And the alternative is, do you want to stay like this? No. Well, you want to change your life? Okay, get back on it's, your horse. What does it cost you? What does it cost you to stay where you are and just keep thinking about what mm-hmm. you think you might want to be doing or where you might want to be going or what you think you want to do in your, like, what is that costing you? It's costing you time. It's costing you mm-hmm. your life. Mm-hmm. It's costing you everything. It's a huge price to pay. This. And I know we all say that we have time, but do we really have time? None of us really know. No. Same thing as an adulting. Are we adulting correctly? None of us really know society no. standards. But what is adulting? What does that feel like to you yourself? And then, <laughs> excuse me, and then answering that question and just going after the things that you want to do in life. Not saying, you know, please take care of yourself and your, your finances and your bills, not saying just Absolutely. go out and just quit your job and just right. do things, no, but have a plan, have a plan, even though that's, that's what I did. I just quit, <laughs> but I had podcasting to fall back on. So at the same time, and you know, the thing is, <coughs> and, and you know, the best laid plans don't always work out. And yeah, that's the other too. thing about adulting and about being in allowing yourself the vulnerability to you know fail and yes. is that knowing that you will figure it out everything is figure outable everything yes, is figure outable it's i didn't coin that phrase but <laughs> but, but it is but it is the truth it yes. is all figure outable and and everything is get overable mm-hmm. you will get over it and mm-hmm. you know and so as you i mean I mean, maybe the be- one of the beauties of being in my 60s is that you, you just don't give a shit a lot of time <laughs> anymore. It's just like, you know, I get a lot of pushback from my family about going to Bali because they think I'm going to play and have fun and it's a vacation. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, you don't understand. It's a lifestyle. It's how I choose to live my life. It's, it's not a vacation. It is very hard sometimes Mm -hmm. in Bali it's not it's a third world country Mm -hmm. there are not a lot I mean it's hot it's a jungle I mean there are spiders that are this big I mean there are there are there are bats there are gila monsters there are mosquitoes that have things called that give you dengue fever there are bed bugs there are I mean, there, it is not, it's, it's, it's exotic and it's beautiful and there, and, and it's my most favorite place on earth. Not that I've been to that many places, but it's not, it, it's not Nirvana. It's not utopia. <laughs> it's not yeah. perfect. What I'm trying to say is that, you know, it's not, there's no perfection. You make mm-hmm. it what you want it to be. Mm-hmm. Okay. Can we can we skip back to the the volcano story? I yes. have not heard this one. So okay, you were in Bali, and a volcano erupted on the island, and and then what? Okay, so that was in 2017, and <laughs> so three of my friends were taking a little trip. We went up north to this area called Lovina, and when we're there. Um, yes, there was a, it wasn't a huge eruption, thank God, but it was enough mm-hmm. to close the airport for like two or three days. 
So, so, okay, so it's the Pacific Rim and it's a very, very volatile part of the world where there is an active volcano. So it's Mount Ogong and it's a very active volcano. And um, so, uh, yeah, it was, you could see the ash and we, I mean, it was scary. It was very scary. And one of the uh, friends that I was there with, who's here visiting from California, she left early. She's like, I'm, I'm out of here. Mm. And there was a mass exodus and they were relocating people off the island. We didn't know if it was mm. how many more times it was going to blow. It was very active. It, it blew. It didn't complete. It wasn't like a Mount St. Helens kind of eruption. Mm -hmm. It was a small eruption. But that volcano, um, so it's gone down since 2017. And I've been back in the interim. And because I wasn't going to stop living my life. And, you know, we had to get, yes. even or not, we had to get the N95 mask to be oh. there. So maybe that was like a premonition, right? Because we use that N95 mask now for COVID. Yeah. But I was stocked with N95 masks. <laughs> Way before because we were. Of the so, yeah, it was a surreal experience, but... Listen, I live in California and there's earthquakes here all the time. There's earthquakes in Bali all the time. I've been in, it's, it's much scarier in Bali than it is in California because, you know, um, everything in Bali is like not built with steel reinforcement the way mm -hmm. things are built here in California. So like the whole island like sways, sways. and it's like, oh my God, we're having an earthquake. So yeah, I mean, this is, it's, I'm telling you, it's not, it's not for everybody. It certainly mm -hmm. isn't for everybody, but that's part of the experience. It comes with the territory. See guys, you can go to a dangerous place and still have fun and live your life and change your whole perspective of life. Don't and, let anyone tell you that you're scared. <laughs> and listen, and you don't have to go to Bali. You can go to Paris. Go you anywhere. can go yeah. to London, you can go to Portugal, you can go to Costa Rica. There's so many beautiful, you can go to Ecuador. There's so many amazing, beautiful places to go that are a little bit more like it, the, Bali is a little bit on the edgier side because it is a world <laughs> country and you do have to deal with these other things. But that's me, that resonates mm -hmm. with me. I know a lot of other women. It's also, I mean, so it's a Hindu island. Uh, mm -hmm. Indonesia is a is a Muslim country, but the island of Bali itself is a Hindu. It's a Hindu island, and they're very, mm -hmm. um, you know, they, there's there's this huge cultural component where they do offerings to the gods three times a day, mm -hmm. and every day there's a ceremony, and every, you know, every every community, every village. There's over 5,000 temples in Bali. So, oh, wow. and they have a very extensive calendar. The Hindu calendar is a very extensive calendar. So they're always in ceremony, in offering. They're very devotional. And that's another thing that is so beautiful is that the, mm -hmm. the devotion and the culture, it's very heart-centered. It's very loving. It's very, and it's on the equator. And for me, I just feel closer to God there. I don't know how else to explain it. Uh, no, I know exactly what you mean. It's amazing. Like you're, you're, you and your spirit are all aligned. And yes. I would just want to stay here. Yes. 
Yes. It's really hard to leave, to be honest. And I do see myself, it is, you know, I've always had the idea that perhaps I will um, retire there, but my, we just moved, we just relocated my mother, my 87 year old mother from Philadelphia, um, like six months before COVID hit. So she's living five minutes away from me. And then I have two animals and I, I just feel like, um, you know, one is 12 and one is 10 and a half or 11 and a half. And I just feel like I can't just give my animals away. They're, my, they're like my children. It's my response. Mm -hmm. I took on that responsibility. I just don't, you know, walk away from that. So I don't know what the timing will be for me, but, but it is something I think about. That was, that was actually my next question. Do you see yourself moving there? for like the long term. I do because the the other thing which is so beautiful and is so cheap to live there and I'm yes. on social security <laughs> now and I'm a struggling entrepreneur. I am not I I mean I'm just going to be really transparent. I mean, I am not like rolling in the dough killing it with like mm -hmm. tens of thousands of clients. I'm a brand new entrepreneur. I'm just building my business. And mm -hmm. um Yes, I am successful. I have clients, so I am successful. <laughs> and a lot of people think that, like, if you don't, if you're an entrepreneur and you say, like, you're new and I'm not rolling in money, then that means that you have no clients. No, guys, don't get it wrong. Don't get it twisted. <laughs> right. I mean, you have to have a significant amount of clients because, you know, how much are you going to charge? You're going to charge somebody $10,000? I mean, who has that kind of money, right? <laughs> So, you know, you want to be, you want to, you want to be the best coach you can at the best, you know, price points so that everybody can afford it. And I do give tremendous discounts and I do give scholarships and I do give away my time. And so, you know, it takes time. It takes time to develop that. Mm -hmm. um, so I can't remember what my point was though. Um, <laughs> that, um, well, I can't remember what my point was. Um, what was I, what, do you remember? I'm so sorry. No, you're I'm fine. having a Just senior honestly, moment. Honestly, I don't either. Okay. Well, the point is that, um, Forgot yes, my question. <laughs> I'm successful and, um, but, but, uh, oh, this was my point. The point is, is that you can live in Bali for very little money because I'm on social security and, you know, and I'm just growing my business. And um, so like what would cost me, let's just talk in round numbers, like maybe $3,000 a month to live in California, it would cost me a thousand dollars to like maybe $1,200 a month to live in Bali. It's a significant difference. It's now that is thing. exclusive. Yeah. That does not, uh, that, that's exclusive of health insurance and exclusive mm -hmm. of travel, you know, because, you know, a plane flight is probably about between 700. It's up. Everything has gotten more expensive now since COVID. So plane flights yes. are a little bit more than they used to be, but I used to be able to get there for about $700 round trip. Now, oh, yeah, it's not bad. In fact, I mean, it cost me $600 to go from, Philadelphia from um, California to Florida. So, I mean, it's like wow. the same amount of money going coast to coast as it is to go halfway around the world. But um, that's another beauty about these third world countries is that it's 
less to live as as an as a, you know as you get older. You just have to deal with things like healthcare. And the other thing is, is I'm not ready to just like leave the United States because I, once I leave, I, I, I ha- I'll have no place to come back to. And I'm yeah. not ready to do that. I understand. Yeah. We, we've talked about moving to Belize, like not oh, yeah. any time in the next year or so. Um, but like just to start off to, to visit and just, just to see right. and then... <laughs> Is this the place we want to be? Yes. Like if that's sunshine and I can be on the beach. So you already you have to do that. Part for me. I, I do not recommend anybody just like cavalierly saying, oh, I'm oh, going no. to Costa Rica without some real serious boots on the ground <laughs> research to see if it's really doable because there are so many things that you have to deal with i mean that you will never know unless you spend a considerable amount of time there yeah yeah <clears throat> i'm looking forward to it there let's just go on vacation to belize let's just scope out the future home no, that's no what deal. that's exactly yeah. what it is you've got to find what does it cost to live what does it mm-hmm. feel like every day day in and day out i mean what is monsoon season like what is rainy season yes like? that too like let's talk about weather like can I handle the weather I know like with the sun uh like what I I sunburn but it's like my face blisters so I need to see how hot is the sun like can I wear a hat I feel comfortable wearing a hat like stuff like that so and how are you going to feel like this was my very very first trip the first week I was there I thought I'd made a mistake because it was so hot and so humid that literally you would be out for five minutes. I'm not kidding you. This is this is really true. It would be so hot that I would be sweating from underneath my hair. My hair would be mm-hmm. stuck to me and I'm dripping. <laughs> my clothes are sticking to me, like like between you know, in between my thighs or dripping. I mean, seriously. Mm-hmm. And it, I was nauseous and I was like, I thought, oh my God, how, I, I, there's no way. And, but then, but I acclimatized. I mean, I yeah. was able, and, and then it became like, like one of the things I loved was the feeling of that heat against my skin. But at mm. first I, I knew it was hot, but I didn't know what it was that hot, hot was. <laughs> right. There's a difference. Wet hot is, cause like yeah. in Tennessee, we have very humid, humid, uh, hotness weather yeah yeah really different. If anyone has done have you done crossfit before oh yeah okay the crossfit and you know you sweat from places you didn't think you would sweat from exactly that's a summer here in tennessee and i'm just like i'm just gonna walk outside and i'm already drenched so. that's what <laughs> and that's what it was you know when you're not prepared or not when you're not prepared but you just have never experienced it before yeah it's different and and yeah, and it took a little while. My ankles were swollen, my feet were swollen, and I really thought I was nauseous. I felt like I was going to throw up half the time, and I thought this is not for me. But it mm-hmm. turns out, you know, it was just a short little. <laughs> let's get to know each other. Period. <laughs> the island said, "Welcome, yeah. Pamela." <laughs> yes. The island said, "So you're here. <laughs> let's show you what we got." I'm glad that 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 oh, words. I'm glad that that did not deter you oh thank you well I was actually I was actually committed because that was my first week I still had three more weeks to go so I I really almost had no choice but I didn't know if it was going to be an indoor vacation versus an outdoor vacation so um as we are wrapping up can you I have 
a question I'm going to ask at the end. I like sure. to ask this at the end. But um, if someone wants to work with you or just connect with you or there's like another Bali fan and they just want to have a conversation, yes. how can they connect with you? Where are you and where can they stalk you? Okay, so either Google me, Pamela Chester Life Coach, and you'll see my website. And I do give free 30-minute consultations or calls. You can call me. We can Zoom for 30 minutes. Or hit me up on Instagram. I am everywhere on Instagram. One Pamela Chester on Instagram. My program is there in my bio. A bunch of stuff are in my bio. I have tons of videos and lives and tons of stuff about Bali. And Bali is my most favorite subject in the world to talk about. If anybody wants to talk to me about and travel, Solo travel, travel. If anybody wants to talk to me about travel, changing their life, getting inspired, shifting your mindset, um, changing your life, hit me up because that's that's what I live for. (laughs) Pamela is awesome, guys. Like, if you ever, please take no offense to this. If you ever wanted a cool grandma, this is her. But a hip grandma, right? A hip, you are fashionable <laughs> grandma. <laughs> you, you remind me of mine because she does. She, she is all over the place. What are you doing today, Betty? She just, I love her. She's. I'm all. I'm. I'm all about. I'm all about. I'm a girly girl. I love makeup. I love jewelry. I love clothes. Um. So yeah, I'm your girl. She's awesome. I. I I feel it's still so bad just saying the word grandma because it's it's not I you. Have, That's not the word. I don't feel like it, but I mean, and I have no children, so it's hard to relate to being a grandma because in my in mm-hmm. my mind, I'm 25. <laughs> yes, I love that you you have the the spirit of a 25 year old, or yeah, I love it. Your just your energy is phenomenally amazing oh you're so sweet there's no there's no words to describe it (laughs) i love you're my biggest fan i love you i love you too um so my final question um what just in in the spirit of let's try adulting what does adulting mean to you and is there any advice that you could give to either your younger self as an adult or someone um, that is going through adulthood because we're honestly all learning this at the same time. So, <laughs> well, I tell you, freedom. Adulting to me mm-hmm. is freedom. And, you know, that comes in many different shades because, you know, feeling free in life, being at peace in life, feeling free with yourself, feeling free with your past, feeling free with your body mm-hmm. issues, feeling free with having to say what you need to say to the people around you, not caring what people think about you oh god yes (laughs) you know there's a feeling free that you can um you know financial independence there's just so much around freedom and my big thing is to encourage especially women to be as as independent and self-sufficient for themselves Mm -hmm. as possible so you can really create a life that's yours and you're not dependent or beholden Mm -hmm. to anybody else because my mother was most of the women in my family were I have never been because I've never been married but um you know but a lot of women are and especially a lot of women in my age have been may not be at this point 
and mm-hmm. um, so freedom, uh, freedom in in whatever in in, in in and we can talk about that too. It's a big word. It is. It's a it's a very loaded word, but there's so much that that is the umbrella of freedom that it goes back to what you were saying before the feeling of joy you don't know until you get there and then it's just like an explosion in your chest that feels amazing and it's it's free (coughs) to be who you are unapologetically highlight that word unapologetic can't even say the word unapologetically (laughs) yes to just be you and not apologize for who you are and how you feel and what you think and mm-hmm. and and you are divine and you are a gift to this world and you matter and what you think and how you feel matters even though you may at some point not believe it mm-hmm. and cuz i've been there let me tell you i've been exactly where everybody is i've i've had jobs i've been fired i've been laid off i've been unemployed i've been uh, i've been betrayed i've lost a home i mean i've been through it all and mm-hmm. and so i know what it's like i know what it's like to be on both sides and let me tell you freedom freedom is something that is to uh, aspire to and hold on to and cherish. Mm-hmm. It sounds like a unicorn. That's the yes. big thing. It is. A, that's a great way to put it because it comes <laughs> and it goes. Yes, it does very, very easily. Yes, that very easily. And that's part of adulting too is, you know, I, I kind of feel like we're all trees so that that's why i have the rainbow tree (laughs) and that we have to learn how to when the wind blows how to sway Mm. and and be flexible and resilient and not lose our rootedness and our groundedness and to let life and the storms come and go and not blow us over yes i love that not everyone that that's this part might be edited out, but when people see my logo for Let's Try Adulting, there's like, what does your rainbow tree have anything to do with adulting? Well, we all grow like trees. You can That's be it. either cut yourself down, like we all kind of adaptable. We're very strong, but people don't think of like human beings like that in the same right. way as they think it's trees in nature. It's just a tree. It's just a human. You know, there's it's so not. much more. That I have, so I have this real affinity and real like symbiotic relationship with trees because Mm -hmm. they're rooted and they're strong, Mm -hmm. but they are flexible and resilient and they, they're alive and they're stoic. Mm -hmm. And I just, I love trees. You too. Oh, I'm glad someone else gets the tree. <laughs> I get the tree. I get the tree. Totally get the tree. Yes. Uh, is there is there anything else that you would like to add? I'd like to like have you guys promote yourself as much as humanly possible because this is not just for me. This is for you as well. Uh, I I just I you know I I I just care so much 
and I just want to help so much. And I, I just, I don't know how else to promote myself other than to say that I am here to help you. And, you know, my programs have come out of my hard one life experience mm -hmm. and no one ever taught me and but I am here because I want to hold my hand out and I want to grab your hand and I want to help you yes because there was never anybody there for me and that is why I do what I do I love also the new age of entrepreneurs everyone I don't know if we had a meeting and I just missed this, but <laughs> everyone's like um, the same thing. Like no one was there for me. So while I'm up here, I'm going to be dragging, pulling, like dragging people right. along along That's the right. process. So you can feel this too. I fucking love that. My and thing is I want to grab your hand, hold my, I'm, I'm take my hand because mm -hmm. I, that's what I wanted. I wanted somebody to take me by the hand and, and pull me up. Yes. It's like, and here, let me help let you me and help show you. you. Let me help you. Let me be Thank here God. for you. I have been there and I am trustworthy and I am safe. It's a safe space. Mm. And safe space. I will get you to where you need to go. I love it. Oh, I feel like I'm going to cry at the same time. Oh, I always love these conversations. <laughs> oh, this was such a treat. This was such a treat. And I'm so proud of you. And you are so lovely and so delightful and such a spark of, of life and, and, and light yourself. And um, honored that you wanted to have me as your guest. <laughs> Yes, absolutely. Like some of you, some of you guys um, didn't respond to my post and I had to message some of you. You were on my list as well. <laughs> but I did. I was like, me, you did. You did. So I might have to still contact me. Give you, gave you some chances and time because I know like being on another person's podcast, it is super scary, but it's not. I it's my favorite you. thing. I, I, I started a podcast called The Courage Club and mm -hmm. but I, I just love being on podcasts. I like, I like being the guest better. Yeah, I think you would be very good at, at vlogging, but like, not like, oh, I post every week. It's just, hey, this is what's happening. And then you put it together in a video and you upload it like once every two weeks or a month or so. That, that to me is you. Because you're, you're out experiencing life. <laughs> I, well, I want to, I mean, and I'm hoping to be doing some live stuff from Bali. Mm, if you do, let me know. I will, like, we can do a live stream and let's try to do whatever you need. Oh, great. You. Okay. All right. Beautiful. That would be amazing. I would love to see it as well. <laughs> oh, yes. Thank you so much. And you're so beautiful. Those pictures of you, where were you when you were at the beach? What beach was um, that? Panama City Beach. In um, it was in Panama City. Oh. Yeah, it was Panama City Beach Beach, but it was like yes. a like a private beach. Um, oh, yeah. Like the 10th through like the 17th. Wow, with like your that. hair down, you look so different. 
Oh, I had like extensions in. Oh, wow. Everyone's like, are you sure that's you? Yes, yes. Very glamorous. Very glamorous. We photographed beautifully. Those were Mm, He did an amazing job. And there's there's videos. Oh, the gold one? Oh my God. (laughs) I I would kill for that dress. Yes. That's there's videos, but I can't get them because they're on his phone. When he sends it to me, it just looks like shit. So you're gonna have to figure out a way but it it, it was a lovely a lovely time and now every time we go on vacation with him I'm like yeah we can't we can't work in corporate because I want to do this and I know you want to do this you're so relaxed and like our 10 year old she's like no cares in the world yeah I want that and I told him by the end of this year I don't know if it's going to happen. Whatever happens, happens. But definitely, we're we're not going to do this whole corporate thing for the rest yeah. of our lives. I'm already out. So good for you. I really admire you. I really do. That takes a lot of guts and mm-hmm. kudos for doing it at the age that you are. Because it took me being forced out to realize mm-hmm. I can never work for anybody else again. Yeah. As I say, the pandemic is one of the best things that has ever happened. Yeah, in my life. may have exactly. lost some jobs, yeah. may have like left in crying terms, but at the same time, this is the best thing. Look at you now. Before. You're just, I oh. mean, you are on fire. You are on fire. Your group has over 600 people. Are you kidding? I know. I just need clients. Just, but uh, I know it's going to come. Look, you I'm, not, and me, I'm not worried about it. <laughs> I see. That's how I feel. I'm not, I'm like, like I'm in this, like my program is called dream to destination. That's what my program mm-hmm. is called dream to destination. I take you from your dream mm-hmm. and I am getting you to your destination. My well, promise, <laughs> my promise to you is that after you are done, I have a three month course and I have a six month course. After you are done with my program, all you have to do is buy your ticket. Yeah, it's like the band-aid is ripping off but like at a slow steady stream under control that's what it's all about guiding me that's what it's all about and here's the thing you know it's all about investing in yourself it's really not about the trip mm-hmm. it's really mm-hmm. not about the trip it's really a life coaching experience it's how to up level and have a vivid vision mm-hmm of your life and who you are and stepping into it and embodying it and getting the right tips and the right strategies and learning the mindset, learning how to set intention, learning how to create an itinerary, learning how to set yourself up for success and learning how to think on your feet and be present and be Mm -hmm. able to be there for yourself and and, and have these experiences and be successful. That's entrepreneurship and adulting yes. together. <laughs> there you go. That's life. Yes. That's a life well lived. Mm, that is true. That's true. If you don't have excitement in your life, I don't know what to tell you. You need to find something. That's right. That's, exact, that's exactly right. That's exactly, especially now, especially now after the year and a half that we've been through. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm ready to be outside. But Me too. I'm like, Listen, I just got off a plane. I'm like ready for a plane trip. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I don't, like, where can I go now? I can also see being like a, a, what is it called? A flight attendant, but it also can't because that's too tied down. Oh no, it's way too like, much work. I'm always going 
but I'm never staying. So. Yeah. Now it's too many people. I have to deal with too many crowds <laughs> and, and waiting on people and like answering shit. I don't want to have to do that. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, people are like, can I have another, you know, I have no. another wine, please put your mask on. Shit. <laughs> Literally put your mask on. Jeez, oh, yeah. people. I know, really. People, please. I know. Could you just, could we all just get along? I mean, could you all just follow the rules just so we can get over this? So much further along. I know. Just wear your damn mask. It's just to help us get through this. It's not about your civil rights. It's not about the government Mm -hmm. trying to control you. I hear that so often. Even it's like, but I have asthma. I have asthma too, but I have asthma too. I'm going to die. Okay. I mean, I will stay in my house. But, exactly. But the same, you know, whatever. I know. Um, Mr. I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with you. I just love this. This was my, I think my absolute, this is the, the, like the fifth podcast I've been on, but mm-hmm. you are my most favorite <laughs> host. You, this has been so <laughs> much fun. Absolutely just I mean, Thank I you. love this. You are so good at what you do. I try. You uh, but thank you so much for coming. Oh, I need to um, sign off as well and then I have to go feed okay, her. Okay. Yeah. Okay. No so okay. thank you, Pamela, so much for coming on. I so enjoyed this. Oh, you're going to have to definitely come back. Or, thank or you. Show up live or something. Oh, please. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do a live. That would be so much fun. That would be a lot of fun. And thank yeah. you. Thank you for your beautiful self. no problem thank you so much much love have a great day and thank you again you too okay take care bye-bye